Hello, welcome back to 1420 FM. My name is Jarvin. This is Ethan Wendt. Today we are joined with J Day Fitz. <laughs> J Day's Vintage. <laughs> or otherwise known as Jacob Day. Um, Jacob, what do you do? What do you do? What's, what's your page about? I resell vintage clothing. So I got this page. It's a Depop page. It's verified. J Days underscore vintage on Depop. Yes, Get that sir. up. Buy some stuff off of me yes, because I, I like money. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I buy vintage garments that I think have resale value. I put them on my page and then people try to buy, people buy them and then I ship them out. And I feel like a businessman, you know. I'm, I'm running a small business. I'm I'm the backbone of the American economy, which is why you should go buy things off of my page. Awesome. That's that promo. All right, all right. So first off, well, I'm not gonna let you slide with how you used to dress. We you see my man's here. He used to wear the the Zoo York. What else we got? Um, what were some so, classics? So many fucking cargo shorts. Cargo shorts. For the people watching at home, I need I need them to know that I got I think it was up until junior year of high school, I didn't wear jeans to school. I would wear JC Penny sweatpants that my mom got me. And I all my life I just thought clothes were something that just cover you so that you're not naked. There was no artistic expression with me. And I was dumb for thinking that any girl was ever gonna like me with the way that I dressed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I thought I had a shot because it was rough. How bad? It was. I. I was like the. I was like the weird kid in school. Like you know how people are like. I was so weird back in like when I was a kid. It's like no, like no, you weren't. You probably had people out there that were like, "Ooh, she's different." No, I was just. I was just gross. I was just gross. That's what it was. That's what it was. All right. So starting from that, what made you want to get more into fashion and actually appreciate clothes the way you do now? Because I, I'd always been interested in ways that I could set myself apart from other people. So originally, I was really into American Ninja Warrior. This is true. Okay. I get. I wanted to be on that show more than anything else. Well, I same here. Same, same here. And <laughs> so, yeah. right. And so, I would spend hours like watching these tutorials, like how to do this obstacle. And through that, I got really into rock climbing. And to this day, rock climbing is the only sport that I've been sort of good at. I actually really enjoy rock climbing. Rock climbing is fun. Rock climbing is yeah. so great workout. Fun. Exactly. Great workout. And so from that. I was like, okay, I like working out. Let's let's get let's make myself hot. You know, <laughs> finally I'm at the age where I want to start trying to impress women. Okay. And so through that grew my love of like weightlifting and fitness, which very clearly for you people at home, I'm insanely, Swole. insanely <laughs> ripped, you know. I am Swole. I am popping out of this shirt right now. No. Um and then I got super into fitness. That was probably sophomore year. I started working out a shit ton. And I was like, all right, what's the next step to get women to love me? We got to learn how to dress. And so that's when I discovered the YouTube channel Teaching Men's Fashion. And I would watch him probably five hours a day, just go through rerun video after video. And so I decided to go to H&M, caught me, me some khakis, some white sneakers, and just some basic essentials that I thought would make me look good. Humble beginning. And now looking back at it, they did not make me look good. I think I looked even stupider with that. 
But from that grew to, you know, just an appreciation for how people dress. And then came Corey Schneiderwind's English class, where I was sitting across from Ethan Went and Luke Meagle, shout out, and they would talk about Supreme. And I was like, wait, they fucking, I want to look cool. What's Supreme? And so then I found the YouTube channel Blazendary, who is a who assaults his girlfriend. So don't go. So don't watch him. Do not support him. He's, he's a bad person. And so from that, I started getting really into Supreme. I would I was I was always on Minimal LA's website looking at their new drops. I never forget one of my I had all this money saved up from Sendix. I bought a pair of Grape Fives. I bought a pair of Katrina 3s, I bought Bordeaux 12s, and I bought Jordan 1 Yin Yangs. And those, I bought four pairs of J's. And I bought a pair of Ultra Boosts, uncaged, off of StockX, which I lost in a gym locker. <laughs> and that's what I spent all my money on. Just an obsession with clothes and looking fly. But looking back at it, it's not, it was terrible. And so through that... Then no, I hey, you forgot CDG cons. Oh, and the <laughs> CDG cons. So it was my Polka first M- CDG. Con. Okay, so we were at MSX. We were at MSX, and I was like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. And so I walk up to the guy. He's got polka dot CDG cons, and I was like, let's let's fucking run it. So I hand him. He was like 120, and I'm like, bet. And then I hand him, I think 80 bucks, and I'm like, shit, I miscounted my 20s. Ethan, you got me? And he was like, very reluctantly, he was like, yeah, sure. And just paid the difference. And then was looked at me immediately, straight face. You owe me 50 bucks now. And then walked away. And I was like, fuck, what did I just do? You just bought a pair of I, I fucking know. I was like, no way that's oh, either way. Bro, I don't even remember that. I do. I do. Because I walked in the next day. I walked into Vocal Collective. Yellow American Eagle hoodie. All right. Black Levi's 5'11s, which were my favorite fitting jeans ever, and I still stand by those. Cuffed up twice, polka dot CDG cons. The way everyone was hyping me up, I walked in. <laughs> immediately, I heard five, like, ooh, and I was like, that's, I made it. Yeah. I, I was like, this is me now. And so it just came fit after fit after fit. I was obsessed with just looking really good. And that's how I knew that streetwear was how I do that, because... Women, they don't want to see me in a button-up. They want to see me in a hoodie looking like a bum. <laughs> and so then I discovered the YouTube channel Magnus Ronning, all right? Okay. He was recommended to me. And he was the opposite end of fashion. I was really into, like, hypebeast stuff. But he opened me up to designers and uh, baggier pants and more of just an emphasis on actual style rather than just wearing what other people wear and so from that i started watching him a lot i bought my first pair of dickies i started going thrifting then i discovered the youtube channel sanjeev who is all about designer and then i discovered the youtube channel paq which is still one of my favorite fashion series ever yeah i look up to elias riati from that show so much and then around that time was when i finally discovered that i can't afford these clothes let me go thrifting then from that, I was like, all right, these guys are buying expensive clothes. The only reason people are buying the expensive clothes that they're selling is because they have a following so they can upcharge on their stuff. So I was it's like, true. okay, now I got to find a way to sell this stuff. So then I started to depop and I started reselling these clothes only as a way to grow a following so that if I did buy expensive clothes, I could sell them off easier. And then it just grew for this love of thrifting and 
sort of this infatuation with like just hustling and finally finding something that I actually enjoyed because I was completely I hadn't I didn't know what I wanted to do I wanted to be a wanted to go into musical theater but I'm not good at acting so that would have <laughs> that been some bullshit and just from that just constantly growing and just finding new ways to get inspired and overall just wanting to set myself apart has kind of grown me into the person that I am today. Yeah. So how like how has your style developed throughout the years? Okay. Well, like if you could go like chunk up the timeline. Okay. There's what a lot. The phases what were Okay. What were the start lens? from the start from like the CDG con phase. Okay, started with the CDG con phase. All right, where I was wearing I want I was dressing very hype beastie. Then it went to the teaching men's fashion phase, I think, or maybe it was the opposite. I think there was a point where both of those phases kind of mixed. Then it was vintage and dickies it was it was my dickies and air force one phase that's what i call it because i would wear that combo every single day sure. i got my first supreme uh button up i got a, i got a supreme zip up work shirt from my mom for my birthday that was my workhorse and then it was just dickies and air forces big t cuffing cuffing the dickies um you know i was wearing vans every day i still fucking love vans but i was wearing those every day then that was my style probably up to the end of school. It was, it was getting more vintage expired. And then in the summer, it was very, I was wearing a lot of vintage. I just got my RAF. I just got my RAF East Pack, a Robert Maplethorpe bag. That was Classic. one of my big purchases. May I have some more water? My mouth is, I'm parched. I'm talking water. Thank you. Thank you. We promote hydration on this podcast. All right. Yes, sir. You got Mason jars, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't offer their guests. They the don't offer their guests mason jars, guys. I need you to know mason that. Jars, the guests get them up. It's nice. It's a power dynamic that they're building here. Exactly. Where was I? Okay, I was talking about my Raph Maplethorpe bag, which fucking I missed that bag because now that's just super cool. The poster stuff that they did, but then I went to. At this point, I had a really extensive knowledge of fashion, I think. I think I was into a lot of designers, and I was sort of, I was sort of in my head-ass phase of like knowing about clothes, where I, I knew all the designers, I knew all of the pieces, but I didn't really know anything else about it. I didn't know how to analyze a collection. I sort of just knew how to look at clothes. And so at this point, the archive scene was uh, blowing up too, so... I was very much into like number nine and undercover and like old junior and comb. Then I went to college and then I had my I had my Dickies phase where I was just wearing Dickies again. That was the start of it. I know I had and then oh and this is the time where I got my Noah beanies. So Ooh. I was living life. Ooh, that was enough. Five of them? I had five Noah beanies at one point, and every single one of them I made money off of. Just let that be known. I was able to resell them all. Hustle. So that's hustle right there. <laughs> and so then I started getting really into bare knuckles. So I dressed very vintage inspired then. Then I got into this guy named Enzo Borelli, who is kind of a niche name in the fashion YouTube community. If you know who Enzo is, fucking good for you, because not a lot of people know him. But I was getting really into him, and he's like a lot of baggy pants and plain clothing, but it's all high-end. And so I was kind of just obsessed with dressing plain. Then 
it was strictly I wanted to look like Elias Riotti from PAQ. So I'd stay up really late. And I used to, this is like every night, I would go through every single episode of PAQ and every single screen grab and every single like scene where you could see Elias's full fit. I have a screenshot of that on my phone. And so I literally like would just stay up night studying his outfits and just wanting to look like that. Then it was my Gully Guy Leo phase. I I fucked with Gully Guy Leo a lot. So that was more, then I was taking more preppy approaches to my style. And then there was just one day where I was like, God, I got to set myself apart. What's something no one's doing? 90s are really big right now. Why is no one doing 70s? So then I bought a pair of flared Levi's. I bought a trench coat. And I was really on my 70s shit. And that was when I first started getting into trucker hats. And so I'd pair like some trucker hats. And that was pretty much me all throughout that summer. So like when COVID hit, I was full 70s. It was my Levi's 517s. I'd be tucking in button-ups. I was getting really into Luca Sabat at that point, too. And so I was wearing a lot of fucked-up, like, 70s tees. That's when I got into tight T-shirts. Tight tees make me feel like a superhero. Tight tees make me feel... They make... Okay, here's the thing. I like how they feel. I don't really... I like how I look in them, but I feel a lot better when I'm wearing baggy and loose stuff. But that's the sacrifice that I need to make to set myself apart, you know? And so it was 70s throughout that summer. And then I got to college, and that's when I really started getting into Alessandro Michele's Gucci. Now, at this point, this is, like, where I am now. I Right now, uh, whenever I find a designer that I really like, I really dive into their collections, and I really just try to understand everything about that designer. So I'll, like, look up resources. I'll watch all of their fashion shows. And pretty much, I, I do this pretty much every day. Like, before I go to bed, I'll, like, watch a couple fashion shows every once in a while just to sort of keep up on where it's going. And when there's a new show out, like, I always try to watch it just because that's a really, it's really good to know how, like, the clothes are moving when they're on the models. Like, you can just watch, you can just go on Vogue uh, runway, look up pictures, but I really like to see how, like, they flow. And I like hearing the music and just the overall atmosphere because it's not just the clothes that are important in a collection. It's the whole world that they try to build with it. And so I really connected with uh, what Alessandro was doing because right now fashion is so fucking pretentious it makes me sad everybody that's into like rick and ccp and all this avant-garde like artisanal stuff you're all you're all assholes you're you think you think you're better than everyone else and you're not and it just makes me uh but like much love y'all know what you're doing and i fuck with you guys but my god Let people, let people fucking live. We get it. You wear all earth tones because it's, oh, fuck that. So boring. You all look the same. But let's, and so, I was like, what? I, I always was like, I'm the exact opposite of that. I'm loud. I'm blonde. I have blue eyes. I'm, I'm very, very hyper all the time. I'm, I always try to be happy. And so I was like, what are some brands that kind of have that mindset? And that's when I found out that that's what Gucci's been doing this whole time. Alessandro just tries to uh, communicate happiness and joy and love and like this sort of childlike wonder through all of his collections. So there'll be, he'll do like these video shoots where everyone's in like these full Gucci looks and they're just like on swing sets or they're just like playing at a playground and everyone's running and everyone's just very happy. And that's the whole world that he's built with his Gucci. And I really resonate with that. And so now, and still to this day, I try to take a lot of inspiration from that and put that into my style. So it's very 70s. It's very just 
big and exaggerated silhouettes with still this element of like, look at me, here I am, you know, like let's 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 get happy. So I like to wear a lot of color, and that's kind of where I've tried to been. That's kind of where I've tried to stick with. But I'm the biggest hypocrite you'll ever find out with fashion. Like I'll say I hate something one day and then wear it the next day, and uh, it'll make me feel cool. <laughs> and so that's how. That's why if you look at like my Instagram, you won't really see a lot of like you know, that whole 70s Alessandro look just because, like, that's not how I'm feeling every day. So that's kind of where I'm at with my style right now. But, yeah, I'd say it's very eclectic and it's kind of based on what I'm feeling and the kind of pieces that I'm getting in at the time. Hard. So my man dig it on grilled fits. Yeah, I did. How, how was that? How did, uh, what kind of a reception did you get from okay, that? Okay, like, so yeah. I, I pulled that hat-ass move that a lot of these, that a lot of these streetwear men out there are doing, Ooh. where I was like, let's tag 50 people in my post, and so I fucking did that, and let it be known that, you know, I know that I'm fresher than these motherfuckers, <laughs> and they didn't know that, so I'm like, let me, let me dress up in a grilled fits outfit, but do it better than everyone, so I had my vintage varsity jacket from 85 that I got for $30 on Depop, I thought that was a huge steal, well, Uh, then I paired up with these flared Levi's Panatella corduroy pants that were just beautiful. And I was like, a man lesser than me, he'd hike his pants up to really show off the Raph Calvin Klein CK205 West 39 NYC metal toe cap Chelsea boots that I had with the Cuban heel retailed for <laughs> 2.3K. Those boots retailed for that much. But everyone listening to this podcast clearly knows that those high retail points are why Raph had to leave Calvin and left that label to die with him. Everyone knows that, right? <laughs> and so, I was like, people would hike those pants up, but you know what? Let me leave them down. Let's cover up that Cuban heel, and let's just show off that gray leather and the metal toe cap. And obviously, the people knew what I was doing, and they were like, all right, let's fucking, this is the best outfit I've clearly ever seen. <laughs> let's get this on Grailed Fits. And immediately, I gained like 120 followers off of that. And that was, oh man, that was great. I was on the, I was on, I was literally on the app. Like, oh, that was my big celebrity. That was my 15 minutes of fame. It's all been downhill from there. <laughs> my whole life has just been down ever since I got on Grailed Fits. What's, what's the YouTube channel about? My YouTube, my YouTube channel. Yeah, y'all can follow me on Jacob Day. Now be careful because if you go and you look up Jacob Day on YouTube, it pops up with this fucking e-boy who also has the name Jacob Day. If he's, yeah, I know he's gonna watch this. If I see you, it's on fucking site, bro. That's you. It's not me. No, it's it's not. Fucking, and he's like, and he's like six seven. Like that's the, like he could kick my ass. But it's still on site though. It's still on site. Like I don't care if I'll take the L. I'm not letting. I'm I'm letting my pride like die with this, you know. Mm. Anyways, so yeah, the YouTube channel. I've been trying to get into the YouTube game for a, a lot of reasons. There, uh, I've always wanted to like put out YouTube content because I have a lot of interesting thoughts about clothing, you know. Mm. And I think I'm entertaining. And I was like, why am I not doing this? Why am I just posting on Depop and not letting anything grow from it? So I was like, let's fucking, let's start a YouTube channel. And it's been going well. I don't know. I kind of just get on there and I talk about clothes. I do this how to style series. My cowboy boots video, it has like 4,000 views now. 
and there's a bunch of comments calling me a city boy in it, which is always fun. They always they love to call me a city boy, which I am. Which I am. It just <laughs> it, it hurts a lot to hear that coming from old men on the internet, you know? But yeah. That's my YouTube channel. We're we're 244 subs strong. Go sub to that. Don't sub to that fucking e-boy though, okay? He's 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 gonna lie to you, and I'm not gonna lie to you. For sure. So real quick, was it um Parrot Kings podcast and all them cool? Those are my boys. Those are my do- those are my right? dogs, yeah. Yeah, so I guess it, more of a broader question in general. How do you like how did you get involved more in the online fashion community and how did that help? shape your taste more, shape your knowledge, and get you more involved in yeah. the community. So, um, the rise of fashion meme pages has been, like, the big thing. I think for people like myself, it's really been, they've been controlling, like, the culture as of recent. I know a lot of people that have gotten into, like, Rick and, like, CCP and, like, Julius off of that. And it's completely because of these fashion meme accounts, like I say. It's guys like Meme Saint Laurent. It's guys like Veta Memes. Uh, guys like Come de Garçon. Those guys. Um, and where I kind of came in there was uh, there was this one fashion meme page that I found. It was called Pair of Kings Pod. And I was like, wait, there's a podcast? And so this summer, I was, I was door dashing for some extra money. And door dashing was fucking great. Some of the most, some of the fondest memories I have of this summer were from when I was door dashing. And Shout out DoorDash. What? Shout out DoorDash. Shout out DoorDash. No sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. No, but I started listening to them, and they'd always shout out their Discord server. And so I joined their Discord server, and God, the people I've met there are like legitimately some of like my very good friends now. And I'll like talk with the hosts, and like, God, it's just great to see how that community has grown and. Like, I get to know so many, like, good people and interesting, like, designers that are coming out of there. Like, shout out Billy Rushman. He just released his Urban Cowboys collection a couple months ago. I got a bandana from that. Shout out Young Def, Ben. He has uh, his hedge fund brand. Uh, I just bought a beanie from them. They're great. Shout out guys like Free Slurpee Day, who's always making their content. Um, Ray Wears Clothes just released his first YouTube video. Shout out you. There's just a lot of great people in there, and they're... It's definitely like a great community that I can really. It's definitely like an outlet for me. How did you? So you found it through, like you just been listening. Have you found any other like Discord servers like on like for fashion that you like, or is it kind of tough to find a good one? There was this one by Bliss Foster, but he uh, sexually assaulted his wife. So I died. Yeah. Everyone in the fashion community—they're so—they're such bad people. <laughs> That's what I've learned. You can't be into clothes and be a good person. That's obviously what has to happen. But yeah, so I had to get—I right, had to go off of that one. So I'm—I'm I'm still on the hunt. But honestly, I'm pretty active in that service. So I don't really—I want to give all my energy to that service because those are my boys. Yeah. Those are my dogs. All right, I want first off, I want to run down the rings and the history on the rings. Okay. And then I, I want that for the whole jewelry, all the jewelry, and then I want a fit rundown. God, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> jewelry. I used to have this jewelry rotation from shit that I bought when I was in China, um, just as like little mementos, but those all turned my fingers green. And then there was my fish ring that Ethan broke. But that shit was made out of cardboard. Shit. So. Shit. Um, shit. Uh, these are all from they're all from Etsy. I got them off of Etsy just on a night on a run one night. And then this one right here is from Elena Velez, who 
I fucking love. She's the most interesting designer coming out of Milwaukee right now. No shade. No shade to anyone listening. It's just that Elena Velez is shitting on y'all. I need you to know that. Uh, yeah, she's super talented, and she is she's helping me get some internships right now. She's she's the homie. She just had a kid. Shout out. Uh, yeah, it's all, she, she's probably not gonna, she's definitely not gonna listen to this. She probably doesn't even know who I am anymore. But yeah, um, chains. I've been waiting to talk about this. Okay, so uh, I have a chain that says cowboy, and I got this off of a necklace website. They're probably made for like little girls' birthday gifts, but this one says cowboy. <laughs> Um, I, then I have a Vivian Westwood um, orb necklace that I bought before all you bitches got it. So just know that. Just know I just that. want yeah. everyone to know just that. Know. I didn't get it's this. I didn't get this because I saw a fucking Madison beer wear it, okay? I bought this because I saw guys like Sick Boy Archive posting them, okay? Saw guys like Fernando wearing them. I saw, I saw, I saw the culture grow with it. I just want everyone to know that. And then let me talk about, let me talk about the you got that. Wait, you got that because of Madison beer? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, you said that's why you got it. Yeah. I, Damn. Let it be known. J Day Fitz is inspired by Madison Beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm livid. I'm livid. All right. All right, keep What's going. The big keep going. Chain? Yeah, it? All right, all you people listening. This chain has this this is the only necklace that I have that has not rusted. Vivian Westwood necklace, rusted as fuck. This one said it was 925 sterling silver. The back of it's black. But this necklace, I've showered in it. Doesn't turn my neck green. It's very good quality. $20 from Minimal LA. I bought it at the beginning of quarantine. All y'all out there know know that Minimal LA is fucking terrible. And they got sued by Chrome Hearts because they were copying their jeans. And they're... It's fuck minimal LA, but this is this is honestly the best necklace that I have, and it was twenty dollars from minimal. But I don't tell people that. I tell people that you know what it was. It's it's four K on the neck, bro. This right here. This right. This is a three thousand dollar chain, and dudes and dudes don't want to keep talking, so they're like, that's sick, and then they move on. So they never think about it. So they think that I have like three thousand dollars on my neck. Anyways, so let's. Should I let them know who who it is in Milwaukee that has the pieces? Let them know. Should let I let them know? know. It's let anyone that thinks that it's that it's them. It's not. It's fucking me. All right, <laughs> let's get into this. All right, find me someone else in Milwaukee that has pieces like this. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go in. Let's start at the hat, okay? Hat is a capital bucket hat. All right, y'all know capital. I think some of you do. But this is capital. I'm a. I sound like a douche. This is all. I'm playing a character right now, guys. I'm actually really lovely, and I, I, you should let me work for all of your brands. Anyone listening? Okay. So bucket hat is from a Japanese brand called Capital. It's very popping right now. Lil Yachty wears them, and so you know I have to have it. Then we have a. We have a T. Single stitch. It's on my favorite blank ever. It is a um, white tag screen stars from the '80s. Size small. I love the material on these shirts, and it's a ringer tee, and I love how ringer tees look on me. May I have my backpack, Ethan? I can't reach it. You have to reach it. You have, the, you have those long arms. How many fits you got in there? Oh. Should I change the hat on him? Should I change the hat on him? <laughs> this hat says hook on All right, all right. Now, now you got to stand up and show the rest of the fit with the hat. With Wait. The hat. I'm going to change this. I just needed them to know that I have a hat that says hooked on fishing. 
We're not done with the tops yet. First, yet. No, we're not we're done not with the tops yet. We're not done with the tops yet. We're not done with the yo yo. No, you need. We're not done with the tops yet. We're not done with the tops yet. Let him know. So this, Let is, him a, know. So this is a Supreme Mandini Guns Work Jacket that I got for $120 off of a seller. And it's beautiful. And I love it a lot. And Joe's mouth is still open because he knows that. <laughs> so let, ask, let me ask again. Who is it in Milwaukee that has the fucking pieces? Let me stand <laughs> up now. I'm going to take this jacket off. Uh-huh. All right, hold on. Can you start? Can these right here, folks, listening at All right, home. I'm going to catch you. Oh, Joe! <laughs> He's leaving. He's leaving! Anyways. I, I challenge you to find anyone with pants these cool. In the, in the world. Not just in the world. These are undercover uh, fall winter 18 um, space odyssey sweatpants. So that collection... Let me talk about that collection that they had real quick. Okay. So okay. it was based very much around Americana, which um, fucking Takahashi's been kind of doing a lot. But that was a very, very Americana-inspired collection. And then out of nowhere, the lights dim. And out walks four models in full replicas of the 2001 A Space Odyssey fucking, like, space suits, complete with the... It's a puffer jacket, complete with the hood that lights up. Coolest shit ever. And there was a yellow version, and I got these off of Grilled, and they're super comfy. And Chief Keef wore the jackets that that were coerced with them. Should I tell him what's on the feet? Yeah, go Let him. All right. So these are these are Rick Owens Birkenstock Boston's. Leather on them is crazy. These have an extended strap because I stay strapped. Let it be known. Rick Owens Birkenstocks. Rick Owens Birkenstocks. And then tie dye Stussy socks. All so right. that yeah, that was my fit. That was my fit. Oh, yes. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm a good person, guys. I'm playing it up. I'm playing it up for the pod. I don't want anyone to think I'm a douche. Please. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. You are. You're working as a stylist right now, right? Yes, I'm a. I yeah, I'm a stylist. And I'm trying to become a, a better stylist. So you know, any clothing brands out there, anyone listening, doing wants to do a photo shoot, wants to do a test shoot, wants me to style for them, I'll literally, I'll do it for free. Please, just someone, <laughs> someone, give me some fucking styling work. I want to do it so badly. I, I'm a, I'm a professional. Everyone knows that. So before getting into like styling professionally and all, how did your uh, past knowledge of fashion like reflect on that, and what did you have to learn to adapt to what you're doing now? Okay, um, it's about telling a story through the clothes. Uh, it all, when the shoot comes through, it's ultimately like the photographer's job to like tell a story throughout like the setting and stuff like that. But the clothes, it's my job to really communicate the message through fashion which is a very beautiful thing so i try to take inspiration from past collections like i just uh, did a shoot i just did a shoot based on like powerful women and i made it very 70s inspired because i don't know honestly i don't know why i did that but it looked fucking cool and that was just kind of the vibe i was listening to this podcast with um the corporate lunch podcast it was gq style podcast and they had this one style editor on i'm blanking on the name but he says I never take a photo shoot job where I can't immediately picture what I want to do uh, when it's pitched to me. And that's kind of what I try to do. I try to envision what I what the shoot's going to look like in my head and then 
it's just naturally what the model is wearing in my head. That's kind of what I try to convey with it. And so that is sort of how I go about styling, but also it's about pulling the pieces. I have to talk with the models about like, you know, what kind of stuff they have in their wardrobe. There's obviously limitations with sizing, but I get it done and it's very fun. And it's just so nice to see like the, the stuff that I've been able to put out with like the magazine that I'm in. Um, it just really, it's so inspiring to see like the shoots come to fruition and like what I've been able to do through clothes and like the story that I've been able to tell. Sure. Do you want to keep taking that route further? Like, where do you see yourself going in that field? I, anything, I would love to be an editorial stylist, but honestly, I think what I'd really love to be doing is like dressing celebrities. That I think that there's such a powerful thing that could be told through celebrities. Like, everyone, everybody like notices how like fucking Timothy Chalamet dresses or ASAP Rocky, we can't we can't have a conversation about dressing celebrities without talking about ASAP. Like he is so like he's like one of us. Like he is like so engulfed in fashion and it's just wonderful. And he works with fuck, what's his name? Oh, Matthew Henson, uh, who I've listened to a podcast with him on it too, and he talks about working with ASAP and how how they're able to communicate with each other and how Henson will like come to him with ideas about like there's this new designer out of Europe um take a look at his clothes do you want to wear this for like the Maza music video and he's like sure let me put this let me pair this together with this uh Gucci shirt that I have and Henson's like that looks like shit you're gonna have to do that and they're kind of just have like a back and forth and that's kind of that's like the fucking dream it's just to work with people who have the same love as clothes that I do and just want to push the game forward because you know Celebrity styles, when I see a well-dressed celebrity, it makes me happy because I think there's people who are fans of him that are going to get into clothes because of that. So that's why Harry Styles, it makes me happy to see Harry Styles wearing Gucci because now people are realizing that Gucci's not just like, everyone that wears Gucci is dresses like shit. But now now people are going to finally start appreciating like the wide pants and like the exaggerated silhouettes and like the preppy like British nature of it and it, even though it's not British, but Alessandro likes taking inspiration from like London and shit like that. But it's just exciting to know that if I'm able to dress a celebrity, there can be kids that are going to be able to go on the same journey that I've been able to go on because of that. And so I kind of want to be able to put that change out there. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any shout outs? Anybody you want to shout out other than all the shout outs you've already given? Any shout outs I want to give? Uh, yeah, I want to shout out myself. <laughs> uh, Jacob underscore Dale one on Instagram. I want to shout out J Day's Fits. I want to shout out J Day's Vintage on Depop. I want to shout out J Day Jacob Day on um, Instagram. I want to shout out my. Let me let me think. Let me think. Who do I want to shout out? Shout out Simon Views. I like. <laughs> I listened to the podcast you did with you guys. Shout out Simon Views. I I liked him. I liked what he was talking about. Yeah. Shout out. Man. Fuck, let's think. Because I, I like a lot of people. Let me think. Shout out shout out the soccer player Tom Daly. I saw him on Instagram today. He dresses really well. Shout out Shy Gilgis Alexander. I like how he dresses too. Um, whoa, shout out shout out Travis Scott and Young Thug for making the song Marie I'm Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out, shout out Moneybag Joe. 
for 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 getting me that stimmy. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Shout out Vestier Collective for letting me get a pair of my grailed Gucci shoes that went down their fall winter. No, that went down their fucking 2019 runway show that I was just able to get. So make sure y'all make sure y'all tune in to Jacob underscore Day One on Instagram to see a pic with those. <laughs> and then lastly, shout out my fucking father. I like I just I've been fucking with Bob lately. <laughs> I've been fucking with Bob lately. Yeah. Are you got anything up and coming you want the people to know? Up and coming. J Day's vintage Instagram coming sometime um in May. I'm gonna be working on that. Uh new videos coming every once in a while. Fucking I don't know, I'm in college right now, so I've been working on that. Let me think. Oh yeah, uh, one thing I got up and coming. I got all these shoots with the designers that are gonna be hitting me up after they listen to this podcast. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Jacob Day. This has been motherfucking Jacob Day. This has been motherfucking 1420 FM. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Come back next time when we bring on someone brand new. Hit Jacob Day up with a follow. Hit 1420B up with a follow. Hit Ethan Wen up with a follow. Hit Joe Urban up with a follow. Follow me first before you follow them. Jacob Spitz with a follow. Cooperton. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And that's it.